0: Hello, and thanks for stopping by Combos with Chloe. My name is Chloe M. Gooden, author, mentor, and speaker, and founder of Chloe M. Gooden Ministries. We focus on leading women to healing, hope, strength, and fulfillment through Christ, and house the ministries, her worth to sorrow of rubies, and after miscarriage. On Combos with Chloe, we discuss topics on breakups, divorce, dating, relationships, miscarriage, faith, identity in Christ, and more. I hope you are able to attain healing, guidance, and hope on our podcast to help you experience a fulfilling life on earth and a beautiful life in heaven. To find out more about Chloe M. Gooden Ministries, you can visit www.chloemgooden.com and I hope to speak to you soon. I know how it feels when you are in love with somebody and sometimes you feel like you probably even are more in love with them than they are themselves but no matter the signs the pains the hurts and all the frustrations y'all go through in your relationship they just seem to not ever want to change you forgive you give excuses you pray you read books you go to counseling you do everything possible hoping that one day they'll finally change and makes your relationship better and more positive and more peaceful. Yet and still, you still find yourself in a crazy emotional roller coaster of bad breakups and coming back together and trauma and hurt and happiness and crying. Just a crazy toxic cycle. What can you do about it? I mean, do you wait? Do you keep praying for them? Do you decide when it's worth it? to actually stay or when it's time to go. Well, I'm hoping today in combos with Chloe that I'm able to navigate you through this season where you're waiting on somebody to change. I've been there. I know it can be very um, taxing and hurtful and even have you question God sometimes. And I'm hoping that through this podcast, as always, that I'm able to lead you to some healing, hope, direction, and strength. And as always, fulfillment in Christ. be back in just a second struggling to let go of your ex or are you struggling to forgive what they did in the relationship wondering why you still think about them or why it's so hard to not still be intimate with them or maybe you started dating a little too soon and now you're even hurt more than you were before I've been there and I'm here to help you navigate this season and help you understand your emotions, explore your reactions to the breakup, learn how to forgive and give you guidance on how to truly let go and move forward and much, much more. There's so many emotions and thoughts and reactions that go on with the breakup. And I'm hoping within my new book, The Breakup and The Breakup Guide, that you learn how to let go of your ex Heal, forgive, and move forward. To find out more, go to slash books and check out even our pre order that you can get and be the first to read The Breakup and Heal, Forgive, and Move Forward. All right, so welcome back. First of all, I hope you're having a wonderful day, whatever time that you end up listening to this podcast, and hope all is well. I know that um, this can be a trying topic for some of you listening, whether you are married to somebody and you are waiting on them to change, or maybe you've been in a relationship with somebody for years and been waiting for them to change. Um, It can be either light on you, um, if it's something that just started, or maybe you're just dating and seeing some things about the guy um, or the girl, you know, it just kind of depends on whether it's male or female listening right now. Uh, But... Also, um, I get that it's some people that you've been waiting on your spouse to change for a while or a person that you've been with for a while. And um, I've been there. It can be extremely trying, frustrating, confusing, upsetting, especially if you have a really good um, relationship with God in a way of like you're very prayerful. You have had faith in him and you've seen him come through for you a gazillion times in other situations and you're really confused when it comes to this situation. Um, I experienced that in some relationships as well, in a marriage. And um, I've seen God answer prayers for me, oh my goodness, in so many areas, God has been faithful. And when I was going through this season with this particular person, I honestly didn't get it. I didn't understand. I was reading every book and praying. It's just everything you can think of. I was doing it, you know, like I was feeling like Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, like, you know, praying. And he was like, I think crying. They say he was like dripping drops of blood. I mean, you feel like you like in a prayer warfare for this situation. Um, and I know that it's normal to go through that um, in any, I think, relationship with anybody, because we all have areas that we need to change. And and it makes me think of that movie of Priscilla was in the war room when she was going through some things with her spouse and, you know, what she did and what the lady had her do. And, um, you know, in the end he did realize he needed to change. And I think movies like that are so good because they relate to us and we see like, always oh, hope, you know, he changed and it is hope. It's always hope when anytime you are involved in God, anytime you are praying to God and love him. I think, though, that what you have to do, though, outside of also the things that I'm going to go over, is that you have to realize that that answer to your prayer about this person you're praying about, you need to be open to how God decides to answer that. And I'm going to to, get back to that towards the end of this. but. I'm going to go over like four things that you need to keep in mind and what to do as you wait on this person to change and or if you've been there and you've been waiting on them to change and also challenge maybe possibly how you've been thinking about it. Um, It was some things that I learned in that season about God and people that I didn't know before. And I'm hoping that I'm able to help you understand it better, and also give you peace about it. And I'll always like always want for you all healing and every all of that for you all, so you can have a peaceful, fulfilling life. So number one, uh, I do think it's important that we realize we all have areas of growth. So you know, we all have areas we need to change, be pruned in, and you know, God is always trying to help us grow and become better. I mean, totally normal that whoever you're dating or married to probably has some areas they need to change and grow in. Super normal. It's things that you need to change. It was things that I needed to change and that I realized that need to be worked out in me. Um, Even in the midst of me waiting on this particular person to change, God revealed things in me that like, you need to change too. And usually a lot of times God will do that. When you are praying for other people, he'll kind of focus on you and in regards to how you need to change as well, whether that be the reaction you have to the situation. But whatever he does, he's always going to work through you in the situation. Just you have to be open to how he's doing it and his, the way of answering it. Um, you also have to ask yourself, is this something that can like kind of be given grace. And I think everything deserves grace, but it's a difference between showing someone grace and then necessarily like you forgiving and you've shown grace, you're forgiving, you've shown grace, but then you keep reconciling with them. And the same thing keeps happening. Um, even God is given us wisdom on like, you know, if you go to somebody and try to let them know about something they're doing that's hurtful or wrong, then you bring somebody else. And they still don't listen. You bring somebody else and it says it has nothing to do with them. And I talk more about things like this in my new book coming out in January, The Breakup and the Breakup God, And we go over it in the Ruby's Healing Letting Go sessions um, if you want to learn more about that. But you do have to ask yourself, you know, is this something that is repetitive and they are just, not changing in it is it something also the severity of the issue? So, you know, I get that sometimes people need to change in regards to things like, oh, they can be lazy or um, they can be really negative sometimes, versus this person has an addiction problem. You know, the severity of what you're waiting on to change, but the key thing in all of this, though, and as you kind of figure out the severity of these issues, the change is number two. What's their heart and mindset about the issue though? So you can be with somebody who does have the severity of an issue of addiction, um, whether that's to a drug or pornography, or um, they, I mean, just something that you know, that is not right and out of God. And then also, even if it's something small, but the number two thing with that is what is their heart about it? When you address them about this issue, how do they respond? Do they think they have a problem? Do they feel like you're the problem? They always throw it back on you when you bring it up? Or do they have a heart that is open to change and be receptive to God? Because that's a big part of how this is going to turn out. See, the thing that I had to learn um, as I was praying for this particular person to change and other people too, is I had to realize, you know, God, he's sovereign. He's all powerful. He has never changed. He's the same God that you see in that Bible. He is very loving. He is very powerful. He is sovereign. He is the same God that you asked for all these other things and he answered it. However, God doesn't make us do anything. Everything that you even see him in the Bible have other people do. And or even when he asks you to do things, he always still gives you the choice. He doesn't even force us to love him. Right. He gives us an, a choice to love him. He gives us the opportunity to become closer to him. He can't make anybody change. It always makes me think of the um, situation with, um, I think it was Paul, but he was Saul at the time and the Damascus Road experience and all that had happened to him. And even after that happened, he could have easily been like, oh, whatever, that was just witchcraft. I don't believe in God. No, it impacted him and he changed. I'm saying that because please don't question your relationship with God. God's faithfulness based off of what your spouse or your partner is doing. God heard your prayer, God is working on everything that you pray for, but He cannot force this person to change, He cannot make anyone do anything. Now, he can bring people in their lives which you probably praying for that they work on these things and change. He can put Christian people in their lives. He can put the right scripture in their face situation. I mean, he will God will work on your behalf now. God is faithful. But he is not about to go in there and make them change. He doesn't make us love him. He doesn't make us come to him as a sinner and ask for forgiveness and ask God to be our Lord and Savior. He doesn't. And I'm saying that because I don't want you to think that all these prayers that you've been doing are in vain. I don't want you to think that you're not doing something right. I don't want you to think that it's something that is your fault. It's their decision on if they need to change or not. It's their decision if they want to change. So in keeping that in mind, you need to ask yourself, is their heart soft to where they're willing to listen to God What is their relationship with God? Do they read the word and have people around them that will convict them in love of their actions? Do they answer to anybody? Because they don't answer anybody, that's, that's pretty tough too. And so you just have to look at things like that. Ask God to show you their heart. And what exactly do you see? And a lot of times you can see how they respond to things like that in past situations when you brought up things that you feel like they need to change or issues that have come up, how they respond to it. All of those things will give you a good idea of how they are. When I come back, I'm gonna give you the other two of some things that you may want to consider and think about as you're waiting on them to change. Be back in a second. Finding yourself Googling how to let go of your ex or maybe finding yourself trying to figure out how can you stop going back and forth with an ex that you know is not good for you. Or maybe you're finding yourself in the same pattern of relationships over and over again. Or sadly, maybe you're in a season of a breakup or divorce. In Ruby's Healing and Letting Go sessions, I help guide you through this season of breakup or divorce, how to change those toxic relationship and dating habits, finding your identity, love, and worth in Christ, how to let go of their ex, and ultimately how to have healthy, uplifting, and fulfilling relationships. If you go to cloriamgoodin.com, click on mentoring and then the Ruby's Healing and Letting Go sessions, you can learn more about the sessions as well as what you will receive. In this Ruby's Healing and Letting Go sessions, you will get the breakup guide as well as the breakup book included in your registration, as well as a one-on-one welcome mentoring call with me, as well as access to the live Q&A topic groups of the mentoring calls, as well as eight weekly session guide videos. This also comes with lessons, assignments, prayers, and scriptures, as well as access to the Facebook group Community of Support. I hope that you will join me in one of these sessions next year, and I I suggest to go now to check out because I have a special price for those who register early. I'm hoping to see you through these sessions and be able to help you heal, forgive, and move forward. All right, so welcome back. So we're going to continue talking about the things that you can think about, question, wonder as you're going through this season of waiting on your spouse and or somebody you've been dating for a while to change and some things to just really keep in mind on whether or not you decide if you want to stay and wait or if you feel like it's time to move on. And that's really the next thing that I'm going to go over. Number three, how long are you willing to endure? That's a really good question to ask yourself. Now, the thing is that a lot of people will have opinions about this, um, especially if you're married or spent with somebody for a while, because everybody has their different situations and they're giving you advice based off of maybe things that they did or maybe they wish they did And or because also they probably want to protect you, especially if you're asking somebody who is a parent figure in your life. They're going to tell you whatever they think is going to be the best thing to keep you safe. Um, Also, people just have their opinions on how to handle situations like this. The reason why I'm trying to tell you that is because ultimately, whatever decision you make, you are going to be the one that has to deal with it. You know, I had made I made a mistake um, in my marriage the first time (laughs) that I was. I was asking for advice and it's okay to ask for counsel for somebody who's wise, but still be able to funnel that because you know your situation. The only person that knows what's going on is the person you're with, you and God, that's it. Um, and learn how to like funnel information and what advice you need to take. I will say though, if you do hear something repeatedly, you may want to pay attention to that. But, um, you know, I made a decision, my marriage really solely off of maybe one or two people. And I didn't realize I really wasn't ready to make that decision. And so you need to ask yourself, what are you ready for? What can you do? What can you endure? Some people are going to tell you, oh, you should wait it out and just keep praying and God can change them. Well, you know, we just talked about that. It's up to them to change. You can pray all day and God will work on your behalf. He's faithful. But it's up to them to change, and I, and I'm not saying that they can't change. It is hope there. Um, it's just the fact of realizing that you're not waiting on God, you're waiting on them, because God can do anything, and He started working on your prayer as soon as you asked for it. So some going to tell you to wait. Some may tell you like, "Girl, you just need to get out of that situation," or "Dude, you need to get out of that situation," because they feel like I just don't think it's any hope in it, and or they've dealt with the situation and they've been really hurt and didn't work out well. So you need to keep that in mind when you're talking to people. You know how you feel about this person. You know what you've gone through with this person. You know what you can handle. So realize that whatever decision you make, you're the one that's going to have to deal with it. And then you also have to ask yourself, how long can I endure this if I decide to stay? What is too far for you? Is it damaging your health mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically? Is it destroying you? Are you struggling to walk in your calling? I was in a situation where what was going on in our relationship was so taxing on me. Um, It really affected me in a lot of areas. I was struggling with walking in my calling. I uh, was very focused on it. It stressed me a lot. Um, I went through a lot of mental things, emotional. I mean, it really affected me. And at the time, I didn't have anybody around me to... Well, I really didn't even know how to express. I guess you could say to people what was happening. I didn't realize how damaging it was. And one thing I had to learn later on was that it's not God's will. You know, that's why I bring up in my book, Single to Marry, that you need to know your calling first. It's really good to know your calling a little bit before you get in a relationship with somebody because God's will for you, he created you for a calling on this earth. And he wants you to be with people who enhance that calling or in partnership with you, but definitely not somebody who's hindering it. And so if this is messing you up or damaging you so much to a point that you can't even walk in your calling, it's destroying areas in your life, that's something to think about. Um, That's not something that I don't, I mean, this is my opinion and based off just my experience, once again, funnel it. And as well as but the love of God and how I know how God is, he wants you to have a free, blessed life. That doesn't mean that relationships are hard. That doesn't mean that you're going to go through tough situations. You're not going to go through tough situations. Yes, it happens. I am talking about situations where it's repetitive. I mean, year after year, the same abuse is occurring. The same issue is happening. No change of heart, no change of situation. And it's destroying you and your children's lives or those people around you. That's something you need to talk about and kind of figure out. Is this willing? Is this a situation where, oh, I just need to endure or number four, asking yourself, when is the time to separate and detach yourself? Now, if you're in a marriage, I've never in a place where I would tell somebody, yes, get a divorce right now. I'm not God. What I do think, though, is totally okay with God is he's okay with you separating yourself for a time to give that time for that person to change as God works on them. Because sometimes God can't work on people while you're there. And or the things that he may have to do to try to get them to change may affect you. And he don't want that to happen for you. I do say, um, I do want to tell you, excuse me, that, you know, seek wise counsel on that, on whether or not if you should do that, do you have a place that you can go, especially if you have children, uh, as God works in that area. I never would say automatically jump into divorce. I've done that before, too. And you really shouldn't do that. You know, you should take your time figure out what's, what you want to do. And once again, it goes back to the the heart of your spouse. You know, if they're willing to change and work on it, sometimes in the midst of that, you need, still need to separate. I remember me and a spouse were in counseling and they even said, you know, it may be best that y'all separate right now because even when he gets to a place of changing, you're not going to be receptive to it because you're hurt. And so, you know, you're hurt too. And so in the midst of this, if you stay and you keep getting hurt and hurt and hurt, it's just going to keep making it harder to like really redeem the relationship. So do what you need to do as well to take care of yourself and especially if you have children around um, because it affects them too. You know, allow yourself to get in a place of peace and healing and safety as God works on them and also ask God what he wants you to do. I promise you, the Lord speaks to us, but we have to quiet ourselves and really open ourselves to hear it. At one point, I remember in my marriage, God was telling me to just be still and listen. At one point, then I don't know where I heard, it's time for you to go. Um, and it honestly took even a situation for me, that person to kind of push me out of the situation because of the situation I had done in the past, I was feeling bad to just leave like that. And God allowed the situation to work out in a way to where I had no choice but to go, um, even though I knew in my heart I need to go anyways, but God knew I would struggle with that. And that's the thing, like God is in love with you. He sees what you're going through. He's very compassionate and cares about it. Talk to God about it. He knows more than anybody about the person that you're with. He knows you. He knows what you're going through. Always seek wise counsel. Well, baby, seek this, this main counselor and it's God, you know, and he's able to truly direct you. It was some things I did that some people didn't understand, but I didn't care. I knew that God knew and I knew that I understood. I knew what God was telling me to do. Some things God may tell you to do, it may sound a little like, what? How am I going to be able to do this? But I promise you, you'll have a peace about it if he's told you to do it. I had to end up moving, and I'm the only place that was available. It was pretty expensive, you know, and I was nervous. It was everything I wanted, but I was like, ah, how am I going to do this? But I just felt a peace about it, and let me tell you something. I went, and God was there. Everything has been provided for, for me. I have not had an issue at all. And so sometimes just like how God or Jesus asked Peter to come on water and it makes sense, right? It defied gravity. It didn't make any sense. But Jesus told me to walk on that water and he was able to. Sometimes you may hear something that may sound a little like, oh, but how am I going to do this? Pray about it. Take your time to do it. But you'll know when it's God and when it's you. You will always know. And that's why you have to constantly seek God and have a relationship with him. Ultimately, though, it truly is up to you and what you want to do, how you want to handle the situation and most of all praying to God about it. Now, this is the thing that I want you to realize. There is no perfect answer. God, no matter what you do, he's with you. He's there. He's protecting you. He's healing you. He's loving you. But I hope you know that God, he wants a really good life for you. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be healed and blessed. He wants you to walk in your calling. He's called for you because he knows that's what true fulfillment is in his will. So no matter what you do, just ask him and trust that whatever you do, he's with you and he'll navigate you to make the right decision. But please don't go against what you feel your spirit telling you to do. Trust it. Trust the Holy Spirit within you and trust God. But just understand that it's never God's will for you to begin destroyed. It's never God's will for you not to be walking in your calling. It's never God's will for you to just be in constant pain to a point that it's destroying you. He doesn't desire that. So just try to ask yourself, you know, is this an area that is just an area of growth? Because we all have areas to grow in. What's their mindset, heart, about the issue? How long are you willing to endure? And when is the time to separate and detach yourself? I realize that it's tough. It's hard. You're in love with them. You care about them. And i just tell you from my personal experience, I had to get to a point that I had to love myself more than I love them. And I had to get to a point that I realized that I deserve happiness. I deserve healing. I deserve peace. And I deserve to walk in God's calling. I deserve to have the beautiful life that God has intended me for me to have. Only you know where you are in your situation, only you know what you can deal with. But most of all, God knows what He has in store for you, His plan for you. I hope that this has helped you and I hope it really does help give you hope and healing and strength and encouragement in your situation as you're waiting on whoever it may be to change. As always, you can go to my website at ChloeMgun.com for any other support, help, and resources, and check out the new book, The Breakup, so that we can go on this journey together. And healing and letting go of your ex and being able to move forward. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day or evening. And until next time, God bless. As always, you can visit chloemgun.com for more books, blogs, podcast topics, as well as resources. You can also contact me there for any questions and or also if you have anything that you want to inquire about with the podcast, as well as speaking events. As always, I hope that I'm able to lead you into healing, hope, strength and fulfillment through Christ. And make sure to subscribe so you can learn more about the Chloiam Gun Ministries, as well as stay up to date. Until next time, God bless.